I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. And that little girl was me. Happy Thursday, everybody. This is your Happy Thursday. <laughs> this is your girl, Dr. Matthews, the accountability specialist. And then we got our producer, ooh, Dr. Ooh. in the building <laughs> that is in substitution for co-host Wendell King, the second, the communication <laughs> and the political specialist. Love you, Wendell. But me and Dr. G, we finna <laughs> tonight. Yeah, we're gonna handle tonight, but you know, nobody can compare to uh the Wendell King the second. Uh we so we definitely gonna miss him tonight. Uh but let me tell you, we have one of the biggest uh, interviews that we have done so far on this podcast. And so we want to make sure that this message gets out to everyone possible. So if you don't mind taking a quick second to share this show, uh, we can find us on all uh, major platforms such as YouTube and Facebook. You can also find us on podcast platforms such as Apple, Spotify, uh, Overcast, Anchor, anywhere you normally listen to your podcast share this show uh, because we have a topic tonight that really needs to be discussed and uh, we need to have a very serious conversation around it. Absolutely. And then before we get started, yes, it was your girl. I was there <laughs> with the state of the state rebuttal with the Texas Democratic Party. Yes, I was there. Yes, I was speaking for our community. And I just want to say this and then we can go ahead and get to what we need to get. I am really disgusted with our Governor Abbott at this point right now uh, when it comes to dealing with his agenda items. Um, so you feel that having broadband for everybody is more important than police brutality you know what i digress i digress honey i digress that, that's where the uh, hashtag where my shade fan at because it's, okay. it's just a pity you know uh it when i was looking at some of the commentary about this it's truly people have the wrong uh, value right they have the wrong priority you have lives that are being taken and what you are focusing your speech on is broadband access i mean yes you know we all know COVID is hitting and internet is very important but life is more important than you having internet and so until we you get that he didn't, even, he didn't even touch bases dealing with COVID. he making like that everything with COVID is like cool and it's not and my thing that i with my issue with this is that it was a slap in the face it really was black and brown people because you made it very clear you don't give a damn about us exactly exactly and so all i can say is everyone should use their uh you know citizens right to vote and let their voice be heard if you feel that as a governor he's not fulfilling his role then Pick somebody else. And I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot of people who's willing to unseat him in the upcoming election. So, but I think tonight, you know, they tired of hearing us talk. I think they really want to get into uh, this person that we, this very special person that we have uh, on our show tonight. 
My so brother, you I always work with. <laughs> I want to give a, uh, him a quick introduction. Well, I'm just going to say this. This is my brother. This is my brother in the fight. And we've done several things together as far as with press conferences. He's my mentor. I've learned a lot from him. And I would like to bring on Brother Cornell X, who is no holes barred. He doesn't give a damn what he says, and he speaks the power. And I'm gonna say this again: This is my mentor. This is my brother, and me and him have worked on several projects together. And I wouldn't have it no other way, brother Cornell. How you doing, brother? Good evening, dear sister Candice Doc. It indeed is a pleasure to you and your co-host. Thank you for having me. In the name of Allah, the beneficent, the merciful, I bear witness there is but one God to whom praises do forever. The sender of Moses and the Torah, Jesus and a perfected gospel, and the final revelation of God's word through Muhammad, peace be upon him, and the Quran. I am indeed honored, sister, to have a few moments this evening to come on your show to talk about a serious subject matter that deals with black political existence in the 21st century and black political aspirations and success in the, in the upcoming 22 elections in Harris County and to talk about the overall conspiracy to make sure that they get rid of black judges who in a historical win, many black females became judges in Harris County, Houston, Texas, like never ever before. And it has caused shock, anger and dismay by those of the pre-existing power structure who have been so used to having power for generations in Harris County. Now they want to teach these young black female judges Stay in your place. They want to teach these young black female judges. We still are the power structure in Houston Harris County. So though you are a judge, don't think you are our equal. So I want to get into that tonight, especially talking about what I believe is a conspiracy to besearch, to beseech, to destroy, and to slander and attack Judge Brittany Morris. And I want to give facts tonight that the public know nothing about. I know that they looked at Brother Aubrey Taylor's news article and what he put out there. But when the brother wrote the story, he didn't have all of the facts. Well, I'm going to share the facts tonight. And since then, I've given him the facts. So I want to see if the brother going to print it. Because there's some shocking facts behind the conspiracy to bring down and destroy Judge Brittany Morris's name. Well, I'm going to say this is that Brittany Morris won that and she deserved to be who she is. And we have put a lot as far as with doing a lot of grassroots, doing a lot of endorsing and everything for these black judges and for us to push them for them to reach to their full potential. And so Brother Cornell, you are absolutely right. There's something in the buttermilk that ain't right. Because it's like black women, we, we really don't have 
no leg to stand on. We have the education. We have um, the tenacity. But we really don't have the play with certain, uh, shall I say, ethnicity of people. That's interesting. So, Brother Cornell, my question is, you know, why is it newly elected Judge Brittany Morris is under attack? That's what I want to know. Sister, what is going on is that there was a pre-existing civil civil court case in the courtroom that Judge Brittany Morris won election to become the judge of that courtroom in the last Harris County, Harris County elections. Well, in that case, there was a long case that had been there for years involving a lawsuit between Ali Shadri and Osama Latif. These two men were business partners who had a falling out about the terms of the agreement of the contracts of their business agreement and they were fighting over tens of millions of dollars. Well, wow. the judge, the judge in the case, who was no longer the judge on the case now, he lost to Brittany Morris. And so they found out that Ali Shadri had made financial campaign contributions to Judge Brittany Morris, like everybody else does. And they found out that he endorsed and supported Judge Brittany Morris. So what the, what the opposite gentleman in the lawsuit, Osama Latif, who's being sued by Mr. Shadri, Osama Latif went and found someone inside of Ali Shadri's office, whom the lawyers are saying now that Osama Latif paid this man to go and get a job in Ali Shadri's office. And the man who they sent to work for Ali Shadri is a white guy by the name of Chris Wyatt. So Chris Wyatt was there while Mr. Shadri had endorsed Brittany Morris in the election. So once Brittany Morris won the race, then Chris Wyatt began to call Brittany Morris, while she was still a sitting civil attorney practicing law like anybody else. Well, he would call her and ask her for advice, legal advice. Well, he was told to do that because once she gave him legal advice, their plan was to take the audio recordings of him recording her, giving him legal advice as an employee for Ali Shadri then take those tapes and file a recusal in the case once she becomes the elected judge of the courtroom. So come to find out, Chris Wyatt went to work for Ali Shadri under a fake and assumed name. And when the investigation was done into Chris Wyatt, they found out that he was a convicted felon who had changed his name to hide his criminal past. Oh, it gets deep, sister. Then they took the recordings that he would ask her for legal advice. And then he put out a sworn affidavit stating that she gave him legal advice to help Ali Shadri. So what Osama Latif and his lawyer said, well, since she gave Ali Shadri advice, she was working as his lawyer. She should be recused from the case. So they sent the case to Judge Susan Brown. Long-time Republican 
judge who was never like black people. Judge Susan Brown is a, is a member of the old guard of Republican judge in Harris County who black men and women always knew she didn't like black people. So Chris Wyatt's sworn affidavit was put before Judge Susan Brown as justification to remove Judge Brittany Morris as the case, on the case, as the judge. Judge Susan Brown granted the recusal. But here's my problem with that. Did Judge Susan Brown know that this man was a convicted felon putting a sworn affidavit before a court? Did Judge Susan Brown know that just several months before this same man, Chris Wyatt, called the Houston Police Department with his nephew working with him and had his nephew first contact Osama Latif and tell Osama Latif, who's involved in a lawsuit against with Ali Shadri, that it give me $200,000. I will give you the recordings of Judge Brittany Morris and I. She giving me legal advice and you can take those recordings and get her recused off the case. But Judge Brown, when she heard his sworn, read his sworn affidavit, she did not know this man was a convicted felon with whom the Houston Police Department just recently determined that he had filed several fake false police reports in the same case. Wow. Chris Wyatt, you ready for this? I'm about to get heavy with you now. Chris Wyatt was at the office when I went to go meet with Ali Shadri. Ali Shadri says to me, Wayne Dochafino has been hired to try to destroy my name and my credibility to weaken me in my upcoming trial with Osama Latif. He said he's been hired by Osama Latif. Well, when Osama Latif went into depositions and they, I have the recorded video, I'm gonna give it to you. They asked Osama Latif, did you hire Wayne Dochafino? The lawyer stopped the deposition, his lawyers, and told him, don't you answer that. Don't answer that. What well, did you pay Wayne Dochafino? Don't you answer that. Don't you answer that. Wayne Dochafino, before he was hired by Osama Latif, Wayne Dochafino went to Ali Shadri and told Ali Shadri, sir, Osama Latif wants to hire me to do stories on you because you involved this lawsuit with Mr. Latif. But if you pay me double what he's offering to pay me, I'll work for you and do stories against him. Oh, this gets good, sister. Ali Shadri recorded Chris Wyatt, the former employee. He recorded Chris Wyatt saying, if you give me money, I won't give up those recordings of Brittany Morris giving me legal advice on your behalf if you pay me money. But at the same time, he was asking Osama Latif for $200,000. He got so desperate that when Ali Shadri met with me at his office to try to get advice about how to deal with these attacks coming from Wayne Dochafino, when I left, when I left, this man, Chris Wyatt, and his nephew, went to the Houston Police Department and told the Houston Police Department's Homicide Division that Ali Shadri has hired Quan L. X and the New Black Panthers 
to kill Osama Latif and that Quanell X and a Mexican drug cartel have been there looking for a cartel hitman to also work in cohorts with Quanell X to kill Osama Latif. Um, they assigned it, sister, they assigned it to their top investigators. Their investigators concluded that Chris Wyatt was a pathological liar. Oh my God. Wait, and Wait that minute. Chris Wyatt Wait, had fabricated and made up the whole story. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. That's a deal. Right here. Right there. We, we got to unpack that. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Wait a minute. Can you explain to our viewers? Please. Who is Wayne Detrofino? Please. So they can get the full picture. So they get the full picture. Sister. Let me say this. So I had my lawyers subpoena the investigative records of the case. I have the actual documentation of the investigation. Well, Chris Wyatt made the false fabricated claims about me being hired with the new Black Panthers to kill Osama Latif involved in the lawsuit with Ali Shadri. Police investigated thoroughly, never talked to me, never talked to me, didn't have to. When they interview every others involved, they saw this man was a pathological liar and that he was not telling the truth. Sister, Judge Susan Brown didn't know all of this. And she took this man's affidavit and granted the recusal, the recusal. to remove Judge Brittany Morris off the case. Oh, now you tell me, you, you tell me, sister, what black man that's a convicted felon running around getting hired under a false assumed name filing fake police reports alleging major felonies and high crimes that he would have the credibility to give out a sworn affidavit and have a white judge recused and removed off of a case what black criminal with that history could do what that white man miss crystal white chris wyatt did against Brittany Morris and have her pulled off that case. Not a Negro in America would be given Not that kind one. of credibility to pull a white judge off of a case. But Susan Brown pulled that black sister off of the case, not even having all of the information. Now, what I'm saying ain't made up. I'm giving the actual documents. Sister, I'm going to send you tonight the actual breakdown of all the documents against Chris Wyatt and how Osama Latif hired Wayne Dotrafino to put all of these slanderous stories out about Mr. Chaudhry to weaken him in the upcoming trial against Osama Latif and how because Osama Latif did not financially control Judge Brittany Morris he wanted her recused to be placed in a courtroom with a judge that he feels he may have some favor with. That's oh, the truth wow. of the story. Wow. Hey, man, you, you know what? You just gave us a little bit too much tonight. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, Wayne okay, this is the guy who you used to be on Fox to do the face-off with.
And this is the guy that yes. tackles a lot of the Democratic officials to, I've seen several Democratic officials who he has attacked. And he has his own little show now. I, I get that. So this is dirty. This is some dirty politics that's happening. Very. This is no, very sinister. dirty. It is sinister. It no, is wicked. You know, give, given it, what you said, you know, you, you mentioned about, you know, which, I, you know, black men will be given the same credit. You know, I'm not a lawyer, but isn't there something that goes when you somebody submit an affidavit, you you know investigate them to make sure that they have a, a clean background to uh, make sure that whatever affidavit is used that it's you know credible. My question is, you were able to they were able to remove a sitting judge off of a case with this faulty affidavit. Just imagine how many other examples there are out there where this was done in order to attack innocent judges who were doing their job and. It's it's really mind blowing. I think it's it's really giving. You can't. A we can't. We can't find one case where a black man who was as sleazy and dirty, documentedly wise, with law enforcement as Chris Wyatt is, who would be given the same credibility that he was given against Judge Brittany Morris. It wouldn't exist. But this is what they were saying to Brittany Morris: Negro, you a judge but you're still a Negro. Mm -hmm. You're elected by your people, but you're still a Negro. Stay in your place and be mindful of your place. That's oh, what I they were saying to her because so many of them white lawyers downtown, they no longer have the power that they used to have with their white judges on the bench who were their friends, their golfing buddies, their drinking buddies, their friends having house parties together buddies. Now all of these black judges come in, they don't have the relationship with them, so now they're afraid that they're losing the grip and the thrust of power downtown, so now they've resulted to hiring someone like Wayne Dolcefino and men like Chris Wyatt to slander and attack sitting black elected officials who are judges solely for the purpose of wanting to have their way. That's the problem with the white power structure in Harris County. They are willing to destroy by any means necessary, no matter how dirty and wicked the scheme may be, to bring down and stop black people from having power in the civil and criminal courthouses downtown. Well, it appears to me that it stops, they, they want to stop to have, not even just with the courthouses, just black people in power in general. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because I've seen several things, even with one of the constables that, that was running for election who actually won with Precinct 3. I've seen uh, quite a bit of African-American elected officials that things were being said to target them. I thought that that was quite interesting. And, you know, to be honest, this extrapolates to national politics as well. It's not even just local. Uh, you look at, you know, uh, former President Barack Obama, how he was blocked on his initiatives and was even denied a Supreme Court justice. You look at recently uh, current Madam Vice President Kamala Harris, who, uh, you know, some senator, I think, is it Ma uh, Senator Manchin? I'm maybe not saying the name correctly, but he was saying that she had to contact him 
before she could, you know, give a goal into his state to, you know, do some presentation. And so it's like the sensitivity. That's Senator, that's Senator McConnell. Senator McConnell. I, I think it was Joe Manchin. Uh, that one, because he was mad Joe, that she. I know Mitch McConnell said the same thing. Mitch McConnell oh, wow. said the same thing also. Yeah. And, and so it, it's, it's and really just, what they're trying to say to Kamala Harris. What they're trying to say to Kamala Harris is. Wait a minute, you breaking up, Brother Cornell? Maybe that's what they're trying to say. <laughs> Don't talk. <laughs> what, what, what they, what they, what they're attempting to say to Senate, uh, to former Senator Kamala Harris, now Vice President Kamala Harris, is the same thing you said to all the black female judges downtown, in particular, like Brittany Morris, Negro. Just because you're Vice President. Don't think you run nothing here in Washington, D.C. That's what that's about. That's a mm. white man saying to her subtly and overtly, Negro, know your place. Mm -mm -mm. Wow. And those same words are being echoed by white men downtown Houston in the criminal and civil courthouse to black elected judges. You know what? And I think that that is, is, is really really a problem even to the fact when you're dealing with the city council members when we had to go in on uh uh greg travis with his foolishness he had going on mm -hmm. so it's like president trump then made it to where it is okay now for you to be a white supremacist and to say what you want to say brother they will go behind the scenes to try to do their stuff now they coming out front with it now Mm -hmm. And so they really have what an Trump issue did. with educated black women. They have an issue with that. And my That's thing right. is, I'm taking offense That's to right. it because I'm an educated black woman. You understand what I'm saying? And my thing is, I wish a motherfucker would <laughs> come over <laughs> here with that foolishness because I'm going to shut that ass down and then turn around and do a press conference and blast your ass. And everybody know this is truth to power uncut where we say it like it is. <laughs> it is I'm important, dear sister Candace. It's important, Candace, that we as black people rally around our black elected officials that are doing good. Those right. who are doing good, those who are standing firm on behalf of the people. Now, I certainly did not say all. But we have to rally around those black elected officials that are doing good for black people. You don't think it's strange that Brittany Morris was on the bench two days before they filed the recusal against her? Two days? two days. So that tells you right there it was a conspiratory, it was a conspiratory plan from the very beginning, waiting on her to in take the, the office to make the move on her. And, and so and that's why we cannot allow them to do this to Judge Morris and get away with it. That's why we yeah. cannot allow them to do this to sister and get away with it. And you know what? They really didn't want her in there to begin with anyway. And right. the will you remember of the that. I remember that. And the will of the people put her there. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I like Judge Brittany Morris. I really like her. And 
I'm going to stand in solidarity with her because, again, I'm taking offense to it because I am a black educated woman. And for you to do the bullshit that you're doing, I got a problem with that. I seriously have a problem with exactly. that. And to come and to do that that sinister type strategy is deplorable. Like, I'm not okay with that. Yeah, and I, I think that's 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 that. Sorry. What well, I'm going to do. Go ahead, mm -hmm. brother. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I'll be quick. You know, I agree with what uh, Dr. K uh, uh, Matthews is saying. We have to be that support structure. You know, the reason why they can get away with this is because there's nobody who uh, they feel as if that nobody will come and support them. But I believe that it's a new day and age. You know, we saw the effects of, you know, George Floyd and uh, how the community really rallied around Black Lives Matter. And I believe that, you know, if we get this message out there, which is why this interview is so important, that we can uh, get that uh, support structure around them to make sure that they're protected from future uh, you know, incidents like these. And you know what? You are absolutely right, Dr. G, because clearly with the state of the state address that happened on the other night, Governor Abbott made it very clear. He don't give a damn about black folk or Latinx. Okay? So you feel that it's important to have broadband versus addressing the issues with police brutality. I'm, I digress. Look, if black people can flip Georgia, then they can flip Texas. So it's all about Ooh. making sure that we get it out, get get out there, and do what we got to do, do. What we got to do. That's that's what's going to happen. We we must send a message in the upcoming midterm elections that is resounding and clear that we're not going to allow you to conduct modern day lynchings of black judges or good black elected officials. Because you are so you are so thirsty in your desire to hold on to power. Absolutely. And you are no. absolutely right about that because guess what? Harris County is one of the thirdest, the third largest counties in the nation. And we turn that blue. And they are not happy about it, even to the fact with the black girl magic. They're not happy about it. Even to the fact with City Hall, they're not happy about that. You know what I mean? Because with City Hall, we have a, um, shall I say, uh, supposedly city councilman who pretty much don't give a damn about black women and then had the audacity to say that we were born into a situation to where we can get our degrees and things like that at top Ivy League universities when it comes to dealing with um, affirmative action. You know what I mean? So it's like the black woman is the least protected at this point right now. And that's why I have the utmost respect for Brother Cornell X because guess what? You are going to stand in the gap for the black woman. Because clearly, we are the most unprotected species on this earth at this point right now. And I'd be damned 
if they think they gonna come up in here with that foolishness because baby you got another thing coming I want to thank you so much dear sister Candace and to you also doc for allowing me to come on the show to give some serious facts that the public has been totally unaware of in this plan to attack black judges in particular black female judges and the conspiracy to besiege and besearch and destroy and slander the good name of Judge Morris. This was planned and this was paid for by one of the defendants in the lawsuit who wouldn't even admit how much he paid Wayne Dolcefino, Mr. Osama Latif, went in his pocket to pay Chris Wyatt and to pay Osama Latif to make sure the judge he didn't want on the case would be removed. A convicted felon making up false stories and false police reports that even the police said has no credibility. A judge gave this man credibility like his word was the gospel to send a message to black elected judges downtown, really black women. You may be a judge, but to us, you just a Negro in a black robe. You know what, Brother Cornell? It's interesting that you say that because you know how I am about this specific individual and I want his head on a god doggone stick. Chief Acevedo, he's another one that turns around and tries to come in on our black judges with these false narratives, knowing that these specific judges have to follow the Texas Constitution. Okay? So, I, I, I just had to throw that in there. I just had to throw that in there. Because he's another one. No, we would really appreciate if you could... Uh, I, 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 Sorry, you had mentioned earlier. I want to make sure tonight, dear sister, that you get all of the facts of the story so you will know the truth of what has happened here, sister, against Judge Morris and how they're planning to do this to more than just her. So once again, thank you for having me. Thank you for letting me be on your show. Indeed, it's an honor and a privilege to come on the show and speak truth to power. Yes, Because sir. power concedes nothing without a demand from the people. Well, you know what I found that was interesting, too, before we end this thing, is that I've spoken with several civil judges. And what I find interesting is that a lot of their court documents come up missing now what's interesting is that you know they can't pick who works for them right so this is another issue that i want to definitely address because one of these judges found court documents inside of the person who works for them desk so really who's zooming who mm. I'm just saying, who's zooming her? Sister, there's some dirty tricks being played downtown, and it's wicked. But but we all we also must remember that when satanic minds feel threatened by righteousness and truth, 
all the demons come running out. Hmm. All you hmm. got to do is be like Jesus, curse those demons correctly, and they will expose themselves. Well, on the Truth to Power podcast tonight, we're cursing them with the facts of truth. And you'll see, sister, soon those demons will start running out and exposing themselves. Hmm. It's hmm. up to the people of God to stand up without fear and be willing to fight truth to power by letting the power structure know God is the ultimate power and the power ultimately belongs to the people. Yes, you have hijacked it with money. Yes, you've hijacked it with corrupted officials. But the people will take it back. Absolutely. You know what this reminds me of? Just slightly, this uh, whole games got, uh, GameStop chaos that's been going on. You know, the people have shown uh, Wall Street and the hedge fund uh, owners, firms, you know, that the power is in the people. But it's up to the people to use the power that they have. And so if they don't come together, then people are just going to continue to uh, take advantage of them. And so that's why on this platform, Two to Power Uncut, we are calling all of our listeners to share this show and to really get this message out there because we have to build this support structure to make sure that they know that we're not playing. It's a new day and age and we mean business. They can only take advantage of us when they when they think that we're just going to let it go over time. But we have to show that exactly. we're in this for the long run. And exactly. accountability breeds responsibility. And that's, that's what right. that is. And so yes. we, as a people, have a responsibility to call out racist, systemic strategies that they're trying to do against our black judges. And that's just what that is, and we're going to call it out. You're going to call it out? Thank you, sister. Thank you. Call it, let's call it out. Let's also stump it out with the power of putting the devil under our foot. Because he's been standing Amen. upright too long, spewing lies against good people. And too so long. we now got to knock that devil off his feet. But it can only be done when the people unite, like you were saying, yeah. the GameStop situation. When the people come together, unity is the power. The most, I'll close on this, and I'm out of here, but I'm going to close on this. The Honorable Elijah Muhammad told Minister Malcolm X this. He said that the unity of black people is more powerful than an atomic bomb. Mm -hmm. That if we would just unite the genius among our people and unite our love for our people, then the existing power structure would be like a gnat trying to fight an elephant. So we got to unite and come together on the principles of truth. And I want to say to my Latino brothers and sisters, oh, dear Latino brothers and sisters, don't let these wicked, wicked, racist white people that do exist make you think that you can be one of them. You'll never be one of them. They just want to control you and use you. And then when there's no more use for you, they'll show you you ain't white. So don't let them fool you with that con game. That, 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 that's a message right there. And that's a whole nother show. <laughs> because that's exactly what happens. You know, you, ooh, this 2020 election cycle, uh, you know, that showed us all the people that were supporting Trump 
and you know they thought he was there one of him and his little posse. He he showed him exactly who he is. Quick and he quick very quickly. Well, see, Sister Maya Angelou said it best. When a person show you who they are, you better believe who it is. And that's just <laughs> what that is. And that's just what that is. And and I just want to give this shout out before Brother Cornell exit the stage. Is that Sister Brittany Morris, we are in support of you. And we are here. Because at the end of the day, you won that election fair and square. And that you... The people spoken, and you are going to make us proud, and you are going to govern that bitch with integrity and accountability, period. That's right. That's right. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for having me this evening. And it's indeed, it's an honor and a privilege. May God bless you both. I look forward to returning to this day soon. I'll leave you in peace. Assalamu alaikum. Malaikum Salam. We love you, brother. <laughs> All right. Well, Dr. Dr. Matthews, I was tell I was telling our people this is one of the best uh and most needed interviews that we had on this Cornell. One thing about Brother Cornell, baby, he had a receipt, honey. And we're looking forward to receiving uh them from him so he we can share it with Mm-hmm. So Trust me, the email, I'll be monitoring that email <laughs> and we're going to share it with the people because I believe they definitely need they need to see it. Because the thing on this platform is that we want to make sure that the stories that we highlight, that we are empowering you by giving you the facts. And we don't want you to just trust our word. We want you to research for your own. So that way you you can say that I saw it with my own eyes. It's not all oh, true to power told me. I empowered myself by reading it. Because there's another quote that says, you know, if you want to hide something from black people, put it in a book. Huh. huh. So we're we going to help you open that book and help you read it. So that way you know how to move forward. You know what, Dr. G, you couldn't have said it any better. And I'm just going to tell you straight up. And one thing that I love about this podcast, it's all about information, not misinformation. It's yes. about information so you don't be misled. Exactly. Okay? And, and the only thing that I can say about this, because, again, I take this to heart for me because I am an educated black woman. And it's like the old black tax. You know what I mean? Yes. It's like you got to do extra better than yes. the other race in order for you to gain acceptance. The devil is a lie. The they won't even accept you up to their level. They'll just give you an open door, but they still expect you to uh, <laughs> put all types of different restrictions and expectations on you. It, it, it's an unfair reality. But I believe what we talked about unity is what's needed in order to help change this. And I think this is the perfect time to ish, uh, initiate this change and to introduce this change into our society. With Trump gone and, uh, you know, the, the that party under duress, this is the time where we take our uh, judicial system back. It's time for us to take our communities back. It's, we're tired of those people taking advantage of our disunity in order to uh, inject their, you know, division. Because it's the politics that they have that leads to our communities being divided even further. 
but you know, hey, look, I can get started. And we won't end this show for a whole nother hour. So. <laughs> okay, okay, you know me, you a go baby. Then it's okay, well, it was an excellent show tonight. Please, guys, share, share, share. We have all of these different pod, this this different uh, social media outlets. I don't even remember all of. But I yeah. can give you a couple of them because we need you to start supporting it. You know, so yes, uh, Apple yes. Podcasts, we're on Spotify, Overcast, we are on Google Podcasts, Anchor, uh, and you can if you want to see us live and in flesh, you can see us on uh, Facebook and YouTube. We typically air at seven p.m. on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and as you can see, we bring you quality interviews. You're you're not going to watch this show and if you watch it to the end you'll definitely leave with something and so help uh your fellow sister or your, uh, your fellow brother out by sharing them and empowering them with this information and so uh we just believe we have a great message and we have a great platform and so we want to thank you for supporting us day in and day out and if there's something that you want us to cover or if there's something that uh you want to you know just reach out to us feel free to leave us some comments in the comment section and we'll go through them and we'll reach out if uh there's anything that we can help on our end so any final words though you have a quote for tonight yeah i have my actual quote for tonight all right all uh, right i'm excited <laughs> okay <laughs> when we accept accountability we put ourselves in position where we can make necessary changes to success to be successful. Whereas when we look to blame, it disempowers us. Dr. Mm. Kennedy, that comes from me. Wow. Now let, let me put that on the screen real quick. So let me type that up. All right. I think I'm doing that. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and give you that word again, y'all. Come on, come on, bring it. I got it up there. When we <laughs> accept accountability, we put ourselves in position where we can make the necessary changes to be successful. Whereas we look to blame. When we look to blame, it disempowers us, Doctor Kim. Wow. wow. So your power is in accountability. Mm. And once you start trying to, you know, start, like you said, once you start trying to blame, you lose your power, you lose your influence, you lose your credibility. And mm. once you lose that, you're done. Yeah. His yeah. explains why I'm the accountability specialist. <laughs> I'm just a producer. <laughs> Well, Dr. G, it was awesome to be with you tonight, my brother. Likewise. Yeah. You know, um, we'll we were definitely missing uh, our co-host, uh, Wendell King II. Yes. Uh, we're definitely expecting him to be back by the next episode. Oh, uh, but I'm glad I was able to join. You know, I'll be in the background most of the time, but I got to hear it and be involved. So I I'm excited. This was a great show. It was. And... Y'all get ready because it's more to come. And until then, we love you all, but may the shade be with you. <laughs> well, we'll see y'all later, all right? Y'all take care. I ask no favor for my sex. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks.
And that little girl was me.